Welcome to 222 Paranormal Podcast with your host, Jen and Joe. Hello, my brother. What is happening? I just spooky stuff. The season has arrived. It's finally fall. It's spooky time. I'm. It's just like, you know, people love Christmas. We love spooky time. Yep. So busy. It's here, kids. It's here. Busy, busy The great month. pumpkin's going to come <laughs> soon. We're excited. But we are going to be an event in a couple weeks and we have the shadow seekers paranormal team with us who are putting on the event on we have chrissy and amanda hello girls hello hello hi Hi. welcome to the show so glad to have you girls here so excited we're going to be going to peru indiana Indiana, the para unity conference yes so excited looks like it's gonna be a great event too we hope so. We've done a lot of planning and, and a lot of blood, blood, sweat, and tears and <laughs> and a lot of meetings and a lot of questions, and here we are. It's finally coming together. A lot of hand, yeah, a lot of handshakes and hugs. Yeah. <laughs> People don't realize how much work actually goes into a convention, getting oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, and it's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you have to be coaches and people that fix things and yeah yeah for sure (laughs) but before we get into that let's talk a little bit about shadow seekers paranormal how you guys started and your guys's journey into the paranormal amanda i guess you can speak to the team and then we'll speak individually about our our paths cool yeah uh okay so around 2017 uh dina and i had actually been on a uh another team called truth seekers paranormal and we were there for probably about a couple of years and then we decided you know that we wanted to do something a little different so we kind of branched off and still friends with the other you know the other people that was on that other team we decided we wanted to branch off a little bit so we decided we were going to go out on our own and in 2019 we originated shadow seekers paranormal and it's i'll tell you what it took forever for us to figure out a name (laughs) i lost the vote (laughs) i lost the vote i didn't vote on it i didn't want that name but you know i got outvoted so it is what it is it's a team effort (laughs) right for sure yeah yeah yeah, I mean, that's a representation like of it. you and, and what you guys are trying to do. I, I understand the anxiety of that. Like, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So I fought hard for another one, though. Yeah. <laughs> How many people are, are currently on the team or in the team? Currently on the team, um, mm-hmm. we have uh, the four of us, me, Chrissy, Corey, and Dina, and um, my son is on the, the junior team. Oh, perfect. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, well, actually, I say I say all the kids are on the on the junior team. Yeah, right. our kids are on the junior team. My 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 son's usually the one that kind of comes, hangs out with us. <laughs> that's Most awesome. Because he's old enough to actually go to all these places and all that. So yeah, oh, that's great. So Chrissy, yeah. what got you into the paranormal? What spooked um, your interest? <laughs> and connection, my whole life. Yeah. Um, just seeing things, hearing things, knowing things, and feeling weird as a child, but <laughs> as, as I came in to, to find out who I was and, and that this, this was normal and that other people could feel and see and, and hear that basically transitioned me into it. Well, Corey, who's a family friend who had been around me for several years, kept saying, Chrissy, I know you want to join the team. I know you want to join the team. 
I know you know things. I know you want to join the team. So after him forcefully persuading me, I decided that, yeah, okay, I'll join the team. Yeah. So, so I went on, what was it? Was it one or two? Amanda investigations, pre-investigations. Well, we went, we went, uh, yeah, we went on a residential and we went to the undisclosed location. So I right. want to say two. Yeah. And then that's when you guys two. offered me to be a full fledged member. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I have to have her. Yeah. She's mine. She's mine. <laughs> Sign your membership <laughs> like card <laughs> tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, but the whole team really, our whole team, that's, that's what's so amazing about the, the vibe that we have. We sync together, we work well together, we focus together, and we listen to one another always. That's always. great. Yeah. So, and not even just on location, but even when, you know, just in our normal day lives. So, yeah. That's great. it's so nice when a team gels together like that. Yeah. Because sure. we're not on a team, but we investigate with a lot of different people, and everybody has their own styles. Yeah. And sometimes you can't really mesh very good. Yeah, there's sometimes you yeah. go to investigation and then they want to just talk all night <laughs> and you're trying to record and, you know, it's just, yeah, it's a little frustrating sometimes. And you, you get with the, like, um, with your team, you almost don't have to say things out loud. You kind of just figure out what the other people are going to do. And yeah. that, that's what's nice about having a yep. dedicated team. Exactly. Yeah. And a smaller exactly. team too, because, you know, when you have more members there's just more opinions and more you know methods of investigation it can get a little out of control <laughs> <laughs> but so amanda what what is your what is your background with the paranormal did you have some a certain um incident in your past that sparked this journey actually i did and i've, I've never quite figured it out yet i think that's why i'm still in the search but mm -hmm. when i was six my grandfather passed away and at some point as he was, I, I would say as he was passing, I guess, I was dreaming about him coming to me in like this beautiful light mm -hmm. and it was so warm and comforting and it was just immaculate. I, that's the best I can describe it, immaculate. And he told me his goodbyes oh. and told me that he had to go, but he would, um, so I'm trying not to cry now. Okay. <laughs> I kind of get a little emotional every now and then. <laughs> That he would he would see me, he would see me another time, and he always would always love me and always watch over me. And when I woke up, my mother had picked me up, put me in her arms, and told me that my grandfather passed away. Oh, oh my so goodness. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know if I if that was like his last goodbye since I didn't get to see him, because he died in the hospital, mm. um, and I was I was there I think. Um, and I don't, like I said, I was six. So I don't remember like mm -hmm. the whole, you know, transpiring of everything that happened, you know, um, kind of like, as you kind of lose sight of that as you get older. Yeah. But. So do you ever feel his presence now or, you know, is he around? Do you sense him at all? Not like I used to. I think, I think the more that I age and the more busy my life gets, mm -hmm. I don't notice it as much. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but mm -hmm. I just don't notice it as much. But I, I do know he's around. He, you know, he leaves like little pieces of paper for me. Oh, okay. I know that sounds weird, but I, I, I actually no, had a, a psychic medium telling me if I 
that that was him. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, spirits. So he's just leaving me pieces of paper. Spirits yeah. okay. have been known to I, leave coins. I love paper. <laughs> yeah. Feathers, coins. Um, you know, yeah, they like, communicate through numbers, like 222. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's many yeah, different ways. Yeah, just random pieces of paper. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And Save them all. <laughs> that's the neat thing, though, is that you can pick up on a lot easier knowing that those are from him. Yeah. And instead of just seeing like random things, because like Jen said, you could be walking down the street, see a little feather. Well, you don't know if that's from him, but if you find a piece of paper, you know that that's a communication yeah. from him. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And like I said, I didn't, I didn't know that till probably about, I'll say about four years ago. Like mm-hmm. I said, when I was talking to this medium that I just happened to, um, she had to happen to be at Rhodes hotel during a convention. Okay. And we got to talking. And I was like, and she's, she said some things. I'm like, how in the world does she know that? <laughs> I mean, just random things. I'm like, okay, this lady's got something. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was very impressed. That's cool. so bizarre when that happens. Mm. I've had that happen a few times to me where cool. I walk up to some, just, you know, cause we do probably a convention every other weekend or so. <laughs> but, um, I just randomly walked up to a girl and she was psychic. She started talking to me about stuff. I'm like, Okay, this is strange. <laughs> and it's like, like how do you know this? You think in your mind, you're like, okay, don't don't think this. Did don't I put that, that on my Facebook page? Is that yeah. how I know this? <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, but as I as I got older, like the the dreams and stuff just became more premonitional and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't do it as much now as an adult, but like when I was younger, I had like a lot of different premonitional dreams, and it was kind of scary at sometimes because mm-hmm. people would would pass away in my dreams oh. and stuff. And I, I figured I had something, not sure what. Are you working to develop those skills at all now? Like, is that something you want to pursue is maybe going into opening yourself up to that? I think, I think that I have too much going on in my head anymore to really hone in on those kind of things now. Mm -hmm. Because as I've gotten older, I can actually hear, hear voices now, (laughs) (laughs) hear, hear spirit voices that no one else can hear. And I'm like, okay, I am so crazy right now. <laughs> I think um, everybody, it doesn't hears happen all them. the time. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, they're giving me like messages or anything like that. It's yeah. just like, Hey, I'm, my name is blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like, Oh, hi. How, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think people hear it, but they don't want to listen. No one else hears it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or when you're driving and you're like, stop, 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 stop. Yeah. And you yeah. stop and all of a sudden a car yeah. goes through the, the stop sign or something. You're like, oh, okay. I got to yeah. listen to that. I've had a lot of strange incidences. It's, it's just hard to kind of pinpoint what, what they're trying to do to me, you know, mm-hmm. or they're trying to take me. Because I don't, I don't claim to be a psychic or a medium or anything like that. I just, I'm just a regular nutty girl, I guess. <laughs> Kind of, kind of, kind of hear spirits sometimes. Kind of see them sometimes. I just, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that can come in really handy during the investigation, though. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, right? Now, yeah, you, you had mentioned that you do residential cases. Walk us through a little bit. Are people reaching out to you? Or is it because they're having issues in their homes, or is it something that they think maybe is attached to themselves? It varies. Mm-hmm. Um. Most of the time they reach out to us and other times I would say that they, they know a person that knows a person that mm-hmm. has some kind of situation and wants to get a hold of us. What's your usual process to that? Do you, do you interview the person first? Do you go to the home first? 
what we like to do first is we like to what we call like a home interview to okay. kind of find out what's going on. We'll mm-hmm. ask them, you know, questions about uh, the location, who's involved, that kind of thing, what's going on. Mm-hmm. At, at the interview type type thing, we, uh-huh. we will do like what we call like a mini investigation. Oh, okay. Before we, you know, decide to bring in like, you know, the full-fledged, every, all the cameras and yeah. all the, you mm-hmm. know, the gadgets and, you know, mm-hmm. we just try to make it as comfortable as possible for the for the clients. Yeah. So they get to know us and kind of, you know, we explain things to them. That's a good thing, too, because, and the reason I ask that is because everybody has their own styles. And I know some people that won't even go in the house for at least three months. They interview them outside the home and all that. And then I know other teams that just go in and do an investigation. It's like you really do need to have that balance of like you said, making the people comfortable with you first because yeah. that could even stir stuff up. Sure. Yeah. Well, and not just the people, but the if there are spirits or entities mm-hmm. in the home, you want them to adjust to you. Yeah. So you're not making things worse on mm-hmm. the clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Have you had, um, and you don't have to name names, places, or anything like that, but have you had any, like, OMG moments like did this really happen that you could share with the our listeners? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm thinking. Girl. Oh, Sounds like there's goodness. a few. Sounds right. like a good one. <laughs> Amanda. I will name the name, okay? okay. It was Whispers Estates in Mitchell, Indiana. Okay. Okay, one of the claims was actually that um one of these closets that was up up on one of the top floors um, would actually open by by itself. Well, we don't really catch stuff on camera, okay? Mm-hmm. As far as like cool stuff like that happening, you know, we caught it four times on camera. Wow! I was floored, <laughs> and even after the first time, because we it actually happened the five times we caught it on camera four. And I've still yet to figure out how to debunk that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we was all can. over that. <laughs> we were all over that door Listen. trying to figure out what in the world it it could have been to make it not paranormal. And we have still, still yet to she's figure still in out. Denial, guys, that's what it I'm is. I'm still in denial. <laughs> it, it is like because it, it was the craziest, scariest thing ever. It literally happened when we told it to, Ooh. and yeah. the, the penny was on the yeah. doorknob. These these are old oak doors, so they're super heavy. Mm-hmm. They have the the metal type doorknobs that are really old and solid. Mm-hmm. So we told it to leave and the penny on there. And you hear it, and you hear it unhinge. Exactly, we told it to leave the penny on top <laughs> yeah. of the doorknob to open the door, and it did it. Oh, the penny wow. stayed on top of the doorknob. Yes, and the door opened. That's incredible. And we told it to. Knocked the penny off the doorknob when it turned it, and it did it. I mean, on cue. Yep. And, and Amanda was sitting there just saying, no, guys, this isn't possible. This isn't possible. And I said, Amanda, you see, hear, and feel spirits. What do you mean it's not possible? No, it's not possible. Like, we were literally almost to have to physically drag her out of that room because she was just yep. in such shock. She couldn't believe what she was yeah. seeing. Wow. That's incredible. So, it. but I mean, it, it was, it was an aha moment and mm-hmm. it was like, wow, that's awesome. But Amanda is still in denial. And it's <laughs> still in denial. I'm still talking about it. I'm like, I don't know how that is. <laughs> <laughs> just have to accept it is, possible. it is. 
That's awesome. That's exactly what I told her. That's what we live for, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's what <laughs> you sit there all night going, do this for us, do this do for us. Course. And they do it, and you're like, no, you didn't do that. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I told you. It listened. And the ghost it is going, you know, <laughs> I used all my energy to move that door. <laughs> and Amanda doesn't believe me. <laughs> Well, and they, I mean, our other team member, Corey, he, he opened that we had a camera in the closet. So that proved that nobody was in the closet. Mm -hmm. Then once it kept opening on command, Corey was like, okay, let's just make sure that there's nothing funny or no trip or Mm -hmm. anything on the door that somebody could be doing it from afar. And he could not find anything. Nothing. Wow. That's cool. Do you have any idea what or who the spirit was that was doing that? We think it was a little boy. Well, okay. yeah, I think I think his, they said his name might have been Gary. Does that sound right, Chrissy? I think so, but I I I, I can't I, confirm I wanna... that because I mean we don't know. We didn't can he didn't talk to us verbally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So no. I don't want to say for sure that it was Gary, but that's the claim. Cool. Interesting. No, yeah, have you the claim. have you been back to that location um, since that incident? We have not, but the only not yet. Cool is all get out. He was good mm-hmm. people. He oh. walked around with us and investigated a little bit, cool. and, and he, yeah. he was fun to hang with. We helped him with the refrigerator. We did. We helped him fix it. <laughs> You're a multitasking team. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Multi-talented and multitasking, right? We yeah. hunt ghosts That's and we, we fix do. fridges. We love people. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Good people and good people, right? So in the area that you live in, what is some of the attractions, well, I'll say haunted places, like, that our listeners um, should, if they come, when they come to the when, convention, yes. should be on the lookout for? Oh, well, I mean, 1812 Battlefield, okay, which would be a free location to oh, go to. Cool. Um, that's, that's, we always get activity out there. What do you think Peru-wise, since they can't do the one that's been closed? There was a good well, one in Peru, like, but it's, it's, it's been shut I say if they down. like cemeteries, cemeteries are really... Mm-hmm. Oh, we love them. We yeah. always end up at the cemeteries. Every time we go to, we go to the cemetery. <laughs> we do too. We will stop in the yeah. middle of a highway to go to a cemetery. Yep. <laughs> we yeah. sell bumper stickers that say, this vehicle stops at all cemeteries. <laughs> We'll bring yeah, some for you girls. <laughs> we'll bring you some. We will. Yes, we'll bring some for you girls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I, I mean, one, you know, it's the history of the town. So you can find yeah. the people mm-hmm. that, you know, may or may not be haunting some of these locations. But, I mean, just the architecture, the vibe, you know, yeah. like, we love it. It's so awesome. Especially, yeah. you know, when we're traveling so much, we're like, okay. If you want to get a There's feel a for the town. Though. Let's go to the cemetery. Yeah. There's a lot of places, though, that they don't um, particularly like to be drawn out the way, you know, the paranormal and stuff. So mm-hmm. a lot of the places that we that we know that may have activity, just from stories or something, that's why I say may, mm-hmm. um, they don't allow, like, actual investigations and stuff, or at least in that, in that county. Yeah. I live in the same county, but it's probably about a 25-minute drive from me. Yeah. That's hard because, you know, you know some place is active and, and may, you may get great evidence, but they're not going to yeah. watch in. Mm-hmm. So people don't break the law. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, that's one thing we we'll always say. 
<laughs> don't get arrested. We don't have bail money for anybody <laughs> who is trespassing. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we, you know, we always love when we are traveling and coming to conventions uh, to be able to, you know, really explore the town and, and check out some of the history and the mm-hmm. historical places and, and, of course, the cemeteries and the restaurants, right? Uh, so we're really yeah. looking forward to um, coming your way and, and checking it all out. Yeah, like I said, it looks yeah, like it's going to be a good convention. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the convention then. Uh, it's going to be October 22nd. It's going to be at the Miami County Fairgrounds in Peru, Indiana. What are the guests, what are they going to see when they come to the convention? They're going to see a lot of people in costumes. Okay. Ooh, because yeah. I don't know but if you guys are dressed in that, but I know we are. <laughs> I have my alien suit ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dressing. Uh, a lot of costumes. Yeah. Right, because we're having a children's costume party or contest and okay. an adult contest. Oh, awesome. That's amazing. So yeah. It'll be fun for everybody. I'll have to scrounge up something. <laughs> I'll just put a sheet over two high holes. <laughs> right? All the vendors are encouraged to dress up. You don't have yep. to be in the contest, but you're encouraged to dress up and have fun. Because who be... doesn't like to dress up? Yeah. Right. And it's acceptable yeah. this time of year, right? That's like, right. You can like put on Absolutely. your fly your exactly. freak flag and <laughs> let it all hang out. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to have trick-or-treating for the kids there. Okay. We're going to have a story time with uh, a fellow Nick investigator, Mule. Nick Mule. He's going to do two two segments of storytelling oh, for the cool. kids. So that's something to look forward to. I'm also going to have, um, we're going to have like a, a photo booth type deal. Um, I'm trying to, still trying to get that figured out, how mm-hmm. to set that up or whatever. But What kind of vendors are there going to be? Um, we're going to have all, a big diversity of vendors. Okay. Uh, we're going to have, I think it was about 14 paranormal teams, I think it was. About mm-hmm. 40 different vendors, awesome. give or take. Yeah. We're looking at like, from like, meta- I'm trying to say this right, metaphysical. Metaphysical. Okay. Mm-hmm. metaphysical. okay. <laughs> Got it. That's a hard word when you've had some sugar. <laughs> <laughs> We're but a big have, uh, tarot card readers. Okay. Um, I need to get a reading. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had a reading. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious as to how my my cards would turn up this time. <laughs> We're gonna have some candle candle people there, um, resin products, uh, authors. We're gonna have at least two or three authors there. Awesome. That's great. So something for everyone. Um, yeah. Yeah. Podcast, exactly. Um, something for everyone. Crystals. Custom-made crayons, decals, tumblers, purses, homemade chips, homemade fudge, oh. Oh. Wait, wait. Signs, we oil, have... candles, and much, much more. We have to go back to the <laughs> chips because Joe and I are we're... snack aficionados. We're snackaholics. We love <laughs> chips. We go out of town and try to find, like, unique to the region chips or snacks everywhere we go. We're trying to get trying to get Salsalitos to sponsor our show, but uh, we're I think we're spending more on those than we do (laughs) what we'd make from them. Exciting, and and podcast and a podcast. Yes, and a pear tree. (laughs) (laughs) I do podcast. (laughs) That's 
awesome. No, like, you know, it's it's great because it's centrally located and easy to find. So if people are traveling from Michigan or Ohio or in and around your area, mm-hmm. it's... Um, they can you come know, from Fort Wayne. They come from Indianapolis. I mean, it's not that long of a drive. Yeah, it's great. And perfect time of the year. Yes. Hopefully the leaves will be changing. It'll be a nice little road trip to go and everybody get in your car and go to Peru, Indiana. And dress yeah. up. And dress up. Dress up. Make some, have some fun. Dress up. Yes. Got to win that contest. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> are they going to, or are they, are you going to have food trucks and stuff like that? Yes. We're going to have a smoking, smoking barrel. Okay. A barbecue. Ooh. I think we were looking for a, like a tenderloin. I thought I think he Corey said had mentioned were, something about it. I thought that they he said that they were locked in, but I haven't seen their name come up. So yeah, I, I haven't seen their name come through yet. So I'm not 100 mm-hmm. percent sure about the tenderloin people, but okay. yeah, um, that could be a possibility too. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Don't have to go very far. You don't have well, to leave the convention to go right. get something to eat. Exactly. Exactly. No. Over. No. Make it convenient for everybody. Yeah, and the variety of vendors that you have people like we always talk about how people are kind of hesitant about coming to paranormal conventions and talking about their experiences but the thing is when you come to an event like yours there's so many people that are open to it no one has to be afraid of talking about anything and all the vendors love talking to people yeah it's an opportunity for people to just be themselves not worry about what other people are going to say or right. not going to say, no, you're crazy. No, they're going to go, well, tell me more because that's like we do. You know, we're, people always say, well, I've never told this to anybody, but, and we're like, tell us, tell us, you know. Right. Yeah, we're yeah. open to it. And, and I've it, said that a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> until and, I found my people, you right, know. Yeah. Right, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's it's so great. Like every time we go to a convention, and it happens a lot. People see the microphones and they're like, are you taking stories? We're like, yeah, absolutely. We want to hear your ghost story. We want to hear all your paranormal stories. Mm-hmm. And it may be something nobody's ever, ever told anybody. We've had many times people have come up to us in conventions and been like, you know, I had this experience and I've never told anybody, but I wanted to see what this is all about. So you know, anybody who's listening who wants to come and be around like-minded folks and, and if they have questions or they need help, they can come to your team and you guys will be able to guide them. You know, maybe they're experiencing something in their home or in their business or around themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, this would be a great opportunity for anybody in the area to come and, and ask you guys questions and and maybe you can direct and guide them on whatever's happening with them in their house, business, yeah, car. And like I say, it, Peru, car. Indiana is centrally located. You, if you're in Dayton, if you're in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Fort Wayne, yep. even Toledo, it's not that hey, far of a drive. We can make it there. Everybody and it's going to be a great there. convention. There's, I was looking at your website and looking at the different vendors that you have listed on there, and it's a great variety. And I do know some of those people, and they're really good people. Yep. You know, so don't be afraid to come out. Uh, the price is right. It's great. It's a, free. It's, yep. Free. Free. You can't Where else that. can you go to a convention for free? That's very rare. <laughs> that is rare. For sure. 
One thing I want to ask also, if people are coming in from out of town, is there any hotels that you would recommend? I would actually recommend the Holiday Inn in Wabash, which okay. is about 10 minutes from Peru. Okay. okay. Yeah. And they're a good chain, so you don't have to worry about yeah. bed bugs. <laughs> or you don't have to worry about going to a very low class establishment. Oh yeah, we have we have a killer story <laughs> from um one of our travels. We'll tell you that off air. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say we might have to we might have to switch stories then. <laughs> well, yeah, because we went to Ohio State Reformatory recently and had the same experience. Let me tell oh, you. Never it was never. was it called the Quality never. Inn? Was it the Quality Inn? <laughs> huh? Was it the Quality Inn in Mansfield? It- Oh my gosh! You know. we yeah. were there. Yeah. That's that's our yeah. story. We were there. That is our story. And we... the front door. I can't. Oh, it is. Anything. Oh, my so funny. That, was, that place was well. We can't were, say were you that. sick yeah. for a yeah. week yeah. afterwards? Ooh. I was. <laughs> no. We bad. still. There was some bad uh, juju going on in that place. <laughs> <laughs> our one friend had to barricade herself in yeah. her room. Because when we went out to dinner, she came back and somebody used her shower. Yeah, somebody went into her room. <laughs> and then we had other people didn't have water at all. They were there. They had absolutely no water. Like, we could swap. Oh we'll swap goodness. stories Adam, afterwards. Adam didn't have water. He came in. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Adam, what's it? And he just kept walking. I'm like, Adam's not in a good mood. And he's he turned and he said, the hotel. And I'm like, don't say anymore. I know all about it. Oh, my God. We could write a book. We could do we could do a, a whole mini series just on that place. Oh, probably. You ain't kidding. You yeah, ain't it was bad. But isn't Mansfield the best? Like, yes. <gasps> it is. I, I yeah. loved oh. the reformatory. Oh. I loved the town. So, mm-hmm. Just the hotel. We will not ever <laughs> let Jeremy pick the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Well, if it makes you feel any better, everybody who stayed there had the same experience. Yeah. It was really bad. But I wanted to tell. This is really interesting. I didn't tell Joe. I bought a photo, I bought this piece of art and I was looking at it and I was like, this is really, really odd. Oh, it was at the neighbor's house. My next door neighbor passed away. They were having a state sale. I bought this framed piece of art because it was like something to it was calling me. Right. And I was like, all right, it was like three bucks. So I looked at it and it's a, it's a charcoal sketch of France from 1919. And when I flipped it over, you know, like old um, time, like art has like the sticker from where um, the art seller would put it on there. And it was Mansfield. Oh, it was this business oh, wow. in Mansfield that's been in business for like a hundred over a hundred years, like probably 150 years or something. And it was from 1919. And the business is still in business. So I'm going to go down there and try to get them to kind of give me some information about whatever this drawing or sketches or maybe the artist. But it was so funny because I was like researching Mansfield the other day. I'm like, oh, I want to go back to Mansfield because mm-hmm. I love that town. <laughs> so it's cool. Yeah, the town's cool for sure. Yeah. That we, is so neat. We Did decided you, we're going to get a house. Still in, and they're still in business too. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. So we decided we're going to get a house instead of staying in a hotel. Yeah, next time we show. go to Mansfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to Airbnb it. It's, a, it's actually a little cheaper, too. Yeah. One exit up, there's really nice hotels. Yeah. 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 I, I know. Known, 
I would have just, yeah. we would have opted to not stay with everybody that was going. We would have just <laughs> we left. To we left. We stayed the first night. I literally couldn't even fall asleep. The Our window was open and it went right out to the roof. Like it was open like this much. <laughs> like, oh, wow. And there was no locks on the door. There's no locks on the doors. <laughs> and the fire department oh, no. walked in with us and they're like, hey, welcome to Mansfield. We're like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. But it was I'm glad good. we weren't the only ones. Did no. you guys experience anything when you were in Mansfield um prison? Did you guys have oh, any yeah. strange or spooky things happen? I mean, disembodied voices, shadow play. They did the fear challenge on the sixth floor okay. and saw or felt a heavy spirit on the the what would have been the left side, I guess, of what mm. I was facing, but so, I mean, yeah, I mean, we had interaction through the SB11 and SB7, spirit balls. Mm -hmm. I mean, there really wasn't any place where I would say there wasn't some sort of activity yeah. because there were multiple teams there. Okay. It's just, it's a magical place. I don't, like if, you, if you're a ghost hunter and you haven't been there, you need to go there because it, it's, it's yeah. amazing. And one day was not enough. Mm -hmm. I mean... My fiance and I was talking about that's the place where you probably need about five to seven days to comfortably investigate the yeah. whole thing. Because my whole thing is people say, okay, well, here's a hot spot. Here's a hot spot. Here's a hot spot. But when you walk in, they tell you, you need to sit down and be patient mm -hmm. and wait because the spirits need to be comfortable with you. You know, so I don't want to hop from place to place to place if nothing is connecting right away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so, but for that massive of space, it would take days. Yeah. You, you, you guys have been, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's mm -hmm. huge. Yeah. And it goes back right to what you were saying in the beginning of the show is you have to get the spirits to be comfortable with you. And by you just walking in and going, turn these lights on, you know, they'll be like, no, <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I did that for the last guy. I don't know. I'm not going to do that right. for you. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then they're going to open a door and a man is going to go, no, that didn't happen. Nope. Do it again. I did not happen. <laughs> Do it again. So my fiance and I was actually in um, solitary confinement. The You know how they have an individual shower at the end of that yeah. area? Mm -hmm. So we were literally sitting on the edge of the shower. And Lord have mercy. We, we, we really, they didn't like us in there. Yeah. We did not have very nice things to say. <laughs> yeah. So but the bats loved us. Listen, <laughs> there you go. The, the bats did love it. The confinement inmates were not happy we were there. Uh, so we, we <laughs> bowed out. <laughs> yeah, that that area is so active. Like, you know, I have been in there several times, and, and like, I don't feel comfortable sitting there by myself. Like, it's, I don't know, I get overwhelmed because they've mm -hmm. pulled my hair in there. I've seen a lady um, get her bracelet ripped off, like a gold bracelet ripped off her arm. And it went flying across the room. And, you know, the shadow figure, it's just, yeah, it's spooky. Well, Zach was pissing him off. I know. He was provoking. Yeah. <laughs> Craziness. That'll and do it. another thing that, I, I, that, that kind of irks me. I don't try to provoke. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, they were they were human at one point, and exactly. even if they did commit a crime, they were still human beings, and we still should treat them as such. They're just not living; they're spirits, so we show them respect. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Especially, I'm not going in there trying to spark them or make them angry just to get a reaction out of them. I think that's rude and disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like my style of investigating is you got to think about what they were like. Now, if you're in a prison, you do have to be a little more forceful, not provoked, but you have to be more stern because that's what they're used to. You're not going to go in there and go, oh, could you please light this light up or that, you know? But on the other (laughs) hand, you can't. They might like that, Joe. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But um, on the other hand, you can't go in there and just start screaming and yelling at them, you're so tough. You think you're so tough. And it's like. You know, they can be tougher than you. They're going to show you if you start poking them like that, Mm -hmm. for sure. Absolutely. Especially when you're in a prison, because respect is a huge thing Mm -hmm. in the prison setting. You know, you go in there and you don't know what you're dealing with. What kind of spirits? Like, we were in West Virginia Penitentiary, and I'm telling you, that place has dark energy in it, right? Like... It's insane. So you better be prepared and know what you're getting into before you go in. Definitely. Yeah. And do your, whether you're religious or not, do your leaving prayers, you know, tell the spirits they have to stay, that kind of thing. Not allowed to attach to you because Jen did have an attachment from mm-hmm. West Virginia. Yeah. And uh, you just got to be careful. You know, yeah. that's the thing. We, a lot of people don't understand. And this is a good opportunity to talk to people at this convention is a lot of people don't understand that the spirits can attach to you yeah. and you have to be careful what you do. And mm-hmm. that spirit, you may be talking to a little boy, but that's not really what it is. They could be a trickster style spirit and that you have to be really careful. And going to these conventions gives you the opportunity to talk to so many people about it and get so many different opinions, almost like you, you can do things right the right way yeah. and learn from these people. And, you know, with the big diversity, diverse type of vendors that you have at those convention, they're going to be able to do that. For sure. Now, have you guys had anything follow you home or attached to you that you know of? I would say no. That's good. But it's questionable because I have activity at the house anyway. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, her barn is haunted. Her no. barn is haunted. Yeah, no like, I got it. Don't let her barn. forget now. One thing followed, well, okay, so it didn't follow me. It was on somebody else's equipment that I had, that light grid of, mm-hmm. of Kimmy's that I brought. Mm-hmm. And when I turned it on, and then I had activity, and then Jeff came over and took it out of the house. Anyhow, so yes. Something was attached to another paranormal investigator's equipment that I happened to bring home for her. Um, I was showing the grid, mm-hmm. and I think the interaction between that turned something loose. But we got it out fairly quickly. Something has followed my daughter home. Oh. She was in college at the time. And Corey and I discussed it with her and told her how to send it back. But, I mean, and it's not a, I, I mean, I don't want to say attachment, because when I think of attachment, like, it's, stuck with you on you all the time mm-hmm. but you know spirits can follow you mm-hmm. and and be in your presence and not be what i would call an attachment mm-hmm. an attachment is something that you have to forcefully take off of you in my opinion mm-hmm. but everybody's mm-hmm. different yeah for sure and we we've seen it where we've been on different investigations got the same responses as if the spirits are following us around too mm-hmm at different locations. So that, yeah, that is very possible. And they do, they can jump Mm -hmm. from place to place. They're not, 
I mean, that's not to say that some aren't held or pulled to one location, mm -hmm. but for the most part, they can jump from location to location. Yeah. They're not held there. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, everybody's going to have to come out to the convention and, and tell us the spirits, or tell us their stories and talk to you guys. So um, just for our listeners, if you could tell them where they can find information out about the convention and your, uh, your group. So on Facebook, yeah, we are the... Shadow, Shadow Seekers Paranormal. All right. We also have an Instagram and a TikTok under the same name for the... Okay. <laughs> um, okay, it's HTTPS backslash www.facebook.com backslash Parayunity the Paracon. Okay. And I, I mean, obviously, we'll put that in the link in the description too. Yeah. We just wanted you to read it off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you passed the test. You passed. Oh my goodness. He's good people. I like him. <laughs> I don't. I don't do podcasts very often. Okay. <laughs> oh well, you know. <laughs> and like we said, the show is in Peru, Indiana, at the Miami County Fairgrounds. Um, I'll put the address in the link also. Come on out, folks. It is going to be a great event. There's tons of vendors. Um, like I said, it's a great opportunity for you to talk to the paranormal investigators. There's going to be several teams there. There's going to be even people that sell, like, crystals and that they can teach you about the crystals. Like, So it's a great opportunity to learn and just to get out and talk to crazy people like us. That's right. And get so some tips. Yes. So Amanda and Christy, thank, thank you, you so thank you so much. much for being on. Definitely enjoyed this. We're looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks, and uh, we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be fun. And Thanks everybody, dress up yes, as your favorite two to two paranormal podcaster. Yeah. Um, I will be <laughs> Just going. Put a mustache on you. Yeah. Can be Joe. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. And just walk around. And go. Um. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for tuning in this week folks um yes, and thank you everybody. christy and amanda with shadow seekers paranormal team before we let you go oh yes remember please share the show with your friends if you get any enjoyment out of the show please share with your friends it's the only way we grow and it gets the word out to everybody else but we also want to thank you for tuning in this week have a great week let's leave with some crud goodbye everyone bye now <laughs>